When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. Monday morning, we're back. My hair is looking tremendous as always. SP3 still in the UK, just a resident over there nowadays. How was your weekend, buddy? I got about six weeks, I think, ladies and gentlemen, that I can still be here. I'm I'm about to hit that six that six month limit. You're only limited as a U.S. citizen to be in the U.K. for six months. I'm like I'm like eight six to eight weeks away from breaking that limit, so I have to be back soon. So don't worry, I'm gonna be in American time zone. You're gonna see the crust in my eyes where I'm not been up for at least three hours on this show. It's gonna be me waking up like a half an hour before the show, taking a shower, and then jumping on here. Uh, in a, in in less than six to eight weeks. So yeah, um, I've been good though. It's been pretty good week. Uh, had a had a great time with uh, Jensen joined us on uh, True Hill Heat this past Saturday. And I oh, thought we can we can plug all that stuff at the end. SP three. We're not. I'll it was, you. I was coming around to something about uh-huh. us. He popped right. me oh, because he, right. he 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 binge watched and now he's on Catfish. He's a Catfish oh, fan. Oh, nice, nice. I've been so, watching so Catfish we, since like the, the pandemic stuff when they were doing because they did the pandemic stuff and they did it like all online and whatnot. And that's when I kind of like fell out of it. Uh, so yeah, but the early seasons and whatnot, I, I watched that religiously. Yeah, I told them which ones to watch the iconic episodes. Like, uh, you called me a Fat Kelly Price. I told yeah, them Fat Kelly Prices. Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's like iconic. That's like yeah. iconic episode there. I also told them the one to watch the watch the one with Hundra when uh, Machine Gun Kelly was the co-host. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's good. That that's a really good one. And then he told me he watched um Homie with the with one of my favorite gifts. You you got me there. You got me there. Oh he, yes, uh... <laughs> that, one's good. that one. That one's very good. Like I can let, you got me there. Yeah, that guy had like no remorse or anything. You know, it's a good one. It was in North Carolina, and uh, they go to like this guy garage, and it's these two girls, and the garage opens, and he's catfishing the one girl, and the other girl's like, "That's my baby daddy." Have you seen this one? <laughs> no, oh, I this don't know one's. I've seen that one. Oh, this man. one's so good. Yeah, he's like, "That's my baby daddy," and he's like, he's catfishing her best friend. So that one's really good. I don't remember their names, but that one. Oh, that I think I know. Good. He was like a mechanic, right? It was. Like yeah, a, yeah. He's like, like a mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that yes. one. 
yeah. I remember that one now. That it, it takes me a while. Like if, if I don't know <laughs> like the names off the bat, but you right. tell me the story. Cause I also told him, he told me he watched the one where um it was D Pimpin and D Pimpin played uh Bow Wow. <laughs> yes, to, to yeah. this girl. Yes, yes. So I knew that one when he said, Oh, the person was bow thought they were dating Bow Wow, and I was like, and someone in the chat was like D Pimpin. I was like, Yes, that was the name. <laughs> that was telling talking about the lambskin dildo using that on people and then i told him to watch the one where the guy was convinced he was dating katie perry that that's one like, is one of my favorites yes that is epic. that is one of the that's best ones because he was still convinced he was still yeah when they do the like two months later or whatever he's like i heard from her again like that was actually it was actually her yeah he was still believing they went to the uk to like find this girl and everything oh man that one was really good. I remember when that one aired because that was something I used to watch. Uh, um, like live, we either watch it live or we DVR it and just watch it the next day. And like after that one aired, like we saved that on the DVR because <laughs> it was something. All right, we got to go back and watch this over and over again. Yeah, that one's a, a classic one. Yes, that's that's one of my all timers. Like me and wifey will just bring up like out of nowhere just to make each other laugh. Like you remember the dude who thought he was big and Katie Perry? Like, <laughs> Yeah, we love that episode. Love that. <laughs> that brings the whole so brings the whole delusional. relationship a whole. <laughs> yeah, that dude was so delusional. Oh man, that's a good one. We got little lack of NBA talk. SP three. There's no real yeah. big trades happening. No big signings. Free agency is kind of slowed down and everything. Summer league's underway. I've been watching a little bit of summer league. I know for you, summer league, like it's on at like normal USA times and. You're not staying up to watch summer league games over there. And I don't blame you. And it like it's the NBA finals or anything. But I don't know if you saw the fiance's tweet. She always tells me that like basketball is year round. Like it just never stops. It never ends. Of course, the NBA finals ended like two weeks ago. And then the other night I wanted to watch Chet Holmgren summer league debut. And so I just turned it on and she's like, is this basketball? I was like, yeah. And she's like, is this live? I was like, yeah, it's okay. See summer league. She's like, I told you it never ends. They're just playing all the time. Like they, they never get a break. It's just always basketball. And I was like, I can't really argue with this. Like the finals literally wrapped up like two weeks ago. We had the draft and now like a week later, here's summer league. Like I can't, I can't really say anything about this. You're right. Like basketball is just being played year round. So she, she got me there. <laughs> you you got me there. You, yeah. you know what? You got me there. No, but uh, I did see that uh, your boy Chet setting a record for for block shots uh, during summer league, looking very good. Uh, Paulo Benchero also looking very good for good, Orlando. Yeah. I, I'm more interested. I watch summer league highlights more to see who's in the crowd. Because, yo, people, people, someone said it on ESPN. It was like, little do people know that a lot of the big deals in the NBA happen in the audience at Summer League. Like, a lot of stuff. Like, Kyrie, uh, I know he was there for either, like, the WNBA game or Summer League uh, in Los Angeles. So, everybody was like, oh, what's Kyrie doing here? Like, so, uh, yeah, but no, like, as far as, like, free agency, it seems to have slowed down. I think I think the Gobert trade completely messed up the market. I told you, I, I'm still standing by it. You, you, you had a, you had a reasonable, logical argument of why it wasn't overpaid. But I'm sorry because of how it's messed up the market. I'm still standing by my original opinion that they overpaid, and now it's totally messed up everything else in free agency. 
I mean, I'm sure you've seen these Durant rumors of like what they want for him. Like the Lakers, apparently they asked for LeBron Davis and like 18 draft picks. And then for uh, Minnesota, they wanted Towns Edwards and 18 draft picks. Like, I'm sorry, Kevin Durant, excellent basketball player and everything. I ain't giving up two all-star starting caliber players plus multiple draft picks for this guy. I don't care if he has four years left on his contract. Four years, that's just a number. As we have seen, he has four years left on his deal now, and he still wants out. If these guys want out, they get out. Like These four years are meaningless in the grand scheme of things. You can recoup some value when you trade him because he has years left, but just because he has four years left on his deal doesn't mean he's going to play for your team. For four years. The Gobert trade did kind of break the market when it came to draft picks. I think what people don't look at enough in the Gobert trade is like, yeah, they gave up a bunch of draft picks. They didn't give up any rotation players, though. So it can't be like an either or type you, of you thing. Can, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't throw dirt on Patrick Beverly's I name, can. man. This, I can't this, man I cried. this man cried so? for the play in. He, you, you will not you will you will not diminish his tears. You would I will. You will not. I will. Okay, they gave up a backup point guard at best as far as rotation players. Beasley Beasley was in the rotation. Yeah, Beasley. Well, okay, they gave up rotation players. I'm sorry to knock these guys down. They didn't give up any all stars. They didn't give up any no. like young talent to where it's like I know they gave up their first round pick uh, in this year's draft the, and everything. It's the draft picks, honestly. That that's it's the, the thing that picks. messed up the market. Yeah, right. So it's the draft picks. That's fine. So if you're looking at Durant and it's like, okay, well, we want an all star starting player, a young player, and then four draft picks. It's like, yeah, Durant's better than Gobert. There, there's no argument there. You, Yeah, you're looking at the draft picks there because when you look at the Gobert trade, they didn't give up any player or it's like this guy is a guarantee hit of a player. Patrick Beverly, you know what you're getting. Malik Beasley, you know what you're getting. Nice players in a rotation. They're not changing and altering your team for, for the betterment of the future. Yeah. The, the Paul George trade, I think, is the better comparison here because – OKC gave up these picks for George and basically for Kawhi to sign with Los Angeles. They gave up Shea. Everyone knew Shea was an all-star level talent. Like we saw him his first season, his rookie season. It's like, okay, there's something special with with him. Then they gave up Gallinari, good rotation player. And then they still gave up a bunch of draft picks. I think that's a better comparison is you're giving up maybe a young player who you think has potential, a rotation player, and then draft picks. You can't be asking for literal Hall of Famers when it comes to LeBron and Davis and a bunch of draft picks. Potential Hall of Famers when it comes to Towns and Edwards and a bunch of draft picks, and, and then and then some because they still wanted like rotation players and stuff. I, and I think with the Suns, they want like Devin Booker in that trade. Like I heard that. I heard that yeah, the Suns aren't giving up Devin Booker. Like, no, they're not. At some point, at some point, yeah, at some point, the Nets are going to have to realize, like, okay, we're asking too much. We're going to have to lower our ask, and then we'll have to figure it out from there. Because nobody, nobody is actually going to give up this much for Kevin Durant. I tweeted sort of jokingly, is they're going to need two teams to come in on this, and they're they're just going to have to, you know, joint custody of Kevin Durant. Like, hey, you play, you play our home games, you play their home games. Like that, that's that's why it's going to. Or you get them for the first half of the season. We get him for the second half of the season. 
whichever team does better and he has better numbers for, that's a team that gets him for the playoffs. Like that's like that that's that's what it is. Kansas that's, is they, not they might have to make get out of here. They might have to make history with that, right? <laughs> yeah, they got to do a joint custody trade. That's the only way to do it. A joint custody trade for Kevin Durant. Because otherwise, nobody's getting this man. It, it's it's insane what they're asking for. And like I said, the market is all messed up because they, they traded five draft picks for Rudy Gobert. What do you what do you expect the Nets? The Nets are giving up Kevin Durant. They're gonna ask for eleven draft picks. Of course they are. If you, if you're getting five draft picks for Rudy Gobert, like who's won more playoff games? Up? Who's won more playoff games in the last three years? Rudy Gobert, or Kevin Durant. Who has more NBA Finals MVPs? Kevin Durant or Rudy Gobert? So we're like, that was three years ago, four years ago. We're playing next to Steph Curry. You put Rudy Gobert next to Steph Curry. I'm sure he'd win a Finals trophy as well. Oh, will you stop? Will you stop? Don't act. I'm like, saying, don't act you're like looking this man. You're great legacy player. Kevin Durant is is uh you know his legacy is untouched. He's he's got that. What have you done for me lately, Kevin Durant? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You won seven playoff games in the last three years. That's it. I, I mean, no Rudy argument. Gobert, Rudy no Gobert hasn't won that many more. Still won more. What, he, won, he won one last year? He won one? No, they won two. They won two. They, they took it to six. Oh, yeah, they won. Yeah, That's still two more than Kevin Durant won last year. <laughs> they That's took still it to two six. more. They lost to the Kawhi-less Clippers two years ago. They, he they, got as they, far as Kevin Durant did it two years ago. No, Second he didn't round. because Second because round. against against the NBA champions, Kevin Durant was was about nine inches away from beating the NBA champion. Everyone Milwaukee keeps saying, Bucks of that you know what this shows? You know what this shows? Everyone keeps saying like, oh, he had his toe on the line. He has toe on the line. Mm-hmm. Maybe his basketball IQ is just low. Maybe if he was actually this great of a player, he would have realized he's, his toe was on the line and he would have taken a step back and taken that shot. Everyone's like, oh, if his, if his toe was just a little bit further back, they would have won that game. It's his fault. His toe was on the line. You can't blame anybody else but him. It was his toe on the line. Let's not make excuses for him. And instead, let's call it like it is and criticize him for having his toe on the line and not realizing it. Your your heat of Kevin Durant knows no bounds. Fuck Kevin Durant. E- exactly. This is I'm all not, the hate. I'm not pretending all the otherwise. hate. It's I'm like it's like me way. talking about Cody Rhodes or talking about Chris Paul, choke P three. All the hate comes out of you that you you have no. You're not looking at this for who he is. Yes, it was three years ago that he won the NBA Finals MVP. But he is Four. if he plays a full season, he's an MVP candidate. He is a greater. He's of greater value to any team more than Rudy Gobert. When's the last time he played a full season? 2019 probably yeah yeah if he plays a full season great when's that happen the last time this is your anthony davis argument top five if he plays a full season when does this happen when's this happen yo he's still it's still looking like it's gonna happen especially if we keep Westbrook. if we keep Westbrook, it's top five if we keep if we get Kyrie, he's gonna be in the top 10 he's gonna be all at least all nba second team no he's not gonna play enough games he never plays enough 70 or more. No, I no, my number was 65. 65 or more for for AD. 
speaking of uh, summer league non-interactions, I'm sure you read the story or saw the headlines that LeBron and Westbrook were both there at the same time, and they decided not to say anything to each other or greet each other as LeBron got mobbed by everybody else on the Lakers. And last year, of course, it was a big show. LeBron arrives at summer league. Him and Westbrook are sitting next to each other. They're all friendly. They're laughing. They're smiling. They're talking about how I'm going to screen for you and I'm going to pass the ball to you and you're going to cut here. We're going to throw all these alley-oops and stuff, which none of it happened because neither of them can adapt their game to each other. And this year, sitting on opposite sides of the court. I mean, when, when the reports started coming out that LeBron does not care about the Lakers' future, he wants Kyrie Irving in Los Angeles, I didn't expect them to have nice things to say to each other or expect them to have a conversation because if if even the reports is out there, you know with LeBron James those reports come to from his team. They come from his team always. So it, it, there is smoke where there is the fire. There is fire where there's smoke, usually with LeBron James. And you know that this is a fact that he is asking for Kyrie Irving. He doesn't care about the 2027 draft pick. He don't care about the 2029 draft pick. LeBron James ain't going to be in this league by the 2027 NBA draft. So he don't care about these two draft picks that we are we are using to, to get the Nets to at least talk to us about Kyrie I mean honestly I I think the Nets you know people are saying their acts for Kevin Durant is ridiculous their acts for Kyrie is ridiculous just get the trade done you know he doesn't want to play for y'all y'all already have expressed that he was a headache last year just get the trade done they're like they're going back and forth with us because they want to give up Joe Harris we want Seth Curry man I would be like here take take Seth Curry take Seth Curry we don't care we just want to get rid of Kyrie and then if you get rid of Kyrie I think that will make it better for them for Kevin Durant because I don't I think people are saying oh there's no way Kevin Durant's gonna sit out if they trade and get Russell Westbrook Kevin Durant will sit out and it will make the trade acts go down <laughs> it will make the trade acts go down for Kevin Durant he will they won't they will know that they just have to get rid of this man they don't they already know they have to get rid of him they don't want the trade ask to go down if they wanted to go down on the trade ask they would I don't think they want Russell Westbrook I don't think they want to try to make that trade and then figure out, okay, well, now we got to spend money basically buy out Westbrook of his deal. Like If you're going to take on Westbrook right now, you got to have some draft compensation coming back or some type of player coming back that you that is actually like useful. Like what good is, all right, we trade Kyrie, who is still by all accounts a serviceable player when he's on the court uh, and when he's not causing a bunch of headaches, which is happening a lot. Uh, and Westbrook, who by all accounts is just, he's a headache on the court, but off the court, like he, he's fine. There's nothing wrong. He has, he's never done anything wrong off the court to cause distractions or anything. Just to play on the uh, court. Besides blame everybody else for his issues. It was every it was everybody else's fault except for mine that I didn't play well this season. It was AD wasn't on the court. LeBron didn't adapt his game. Uh, the coach, the coach, he threw the coach under the bus. Man, Russell Westbrook is a cancer. He's a cancer. Let's let's be come on now. Let's be fair. To don't Westbrook. don't no. We can't we can't we can't put LeBron James blame the coach too. LeBron James blame the coach as well. Well, to be fair, LeBron James is usually the coach, so 
I mean, to be fair, he is taking accountability for his own issues. If we, are he not, the coach. we are not comparing Westbrook and Kyrie off the court stuff. We're not doing that. We're not, Kyrie we're not Irving is a martyr. He's a martyr. He's a martyr. He's doing this for what? I thought we moved on from this. I thought we moved on from You cannot tell me that Kyrie Irving, who won't play in home games because he refuses to get the shot, who ran off James Harden. He ran off James Harden because of all of his antics, who was like, oh, I'm going to opt in. I'm going to opt out. I want to be traded. I don't want to be traded. His flip-flopping, back-and-forth nonsense. He's done this now. This is third team. SP3, remember when he ghosted Cleveland, the LeBron James Cleveland Cavaliers for two weeks in the playoffs? Remember when he did that? Remember Boston when he just shunned everybody after saying, like, I want to be here long term? And then he's like, no, nah, never mind. I'm out. When Boston played better, they played better without him. And then what's he do in New York? I'm here long term. It's gonna We're going to build something here. No, nah, never mind. I don't like it here. Kyrie is all over the place. Westbrook, he has his issues on the court. He can't accept his issues on the court. And sometimes he might lash out at media because he has trouble accepting these issues on the court. He ain't causing any issues off the court. Hey, let's be fair to Kyrie. When he said he wanted to go to the Nets, he thought they were still in New Jersey. He didn't know they were in Brooklyn. (laughs) Brooklyn, he wanted to go to the New Jersey Nets. He thought Jay-Z was still part up. owner of the team and everything. Yeah, he, thought, he thought Jay-Z was part owner. Like it, it is not his fault. He is trying to be a martyr, stand up for what he believes in. And as someone that has gotten the booster, that has gotten the vaccine, I know people who got who got the vaccine and still get sick. So I can understand in his mind, he doesn't want to get this shot because it doesn't do much of a difference. He could still get sick. Get him out of here. Just get, <laughs> get SP3 out of here. Get Kyrie Irving out of here. I don't think the trade's going to happen. I, I don't think the Westbrook Kyrie trade's happen. I'm the only Kyrie stand left on YouTube. I will stand that by... What does I that will say stand about by Kyrie. I will stand by the Los Angeles Lakers. I will stand by LeBron James as long as he's wearing purple and gold. When he leaves, I'm I'm gonna be right there with y'all, bagging on him. Don't worry. But as long as he wears the purple and gold, I stand by LeBron James. I stand by Anthony Davis, and I stand by future Laker, my family member, Kyrie Irving. I don't think this trade's happening. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think it's going to drag on for a little while, though. And I hope that by now, right now, by me saying it's going to drag on, it happens today. And that, that's the end of that. Hopefully, we'll do a, Hopefully we'll do a breaking we need, news. We need more more NBA talk. Like, we need more NBA stuff to, to talk about, and nothing has, has happened in the last week. We're going to have to do a breaking news podcast whenever the Durant and Kyrie trades go down. We might have to do that. All right. Yeah, uh, special FMC. Uh, for somehow, we, we did talk 20 minutes about basketball, even though we had no basketball to talk about. We have other basketball to talk about. Oh, we're going to run in. You want to say hi? Yeah, say hi. Hi. I know. She, she, she's just getting from the head up. My, my, my missus are like, she doesn't have anything on, but she's just getting her head in the shot. That's fine. 
<laughs> they, they, they like to throw their shirts off. I'm like, we're wild people. Like, we live in the wild. Like, yeah, my, let's go. My 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 daughter just decided to take a bath at like 11 a.m. this morning here. So nice. yeah, so the kids here to take a bath. They don't they don't they, they hate showers. I was like, you're gonna appreciate showers and sleeping so much more when you're older. Yeah. They don't like to sleep either. They're up at like 6 a.m. It's like what. What are you doing? It's the summer. Sleep till like 12. What's wrong with you guys? My son doesn't like taking baths, but my daughter will just randomly be like, take a bath, take a bath. And then she'll come, she'll go to, she'll go to the bathroom with like a whole box of toys and be like, all right, this is what I'm going to put in there with me. <laughs> Someone run the water, get it popping. Shower, showers and sleeping, man. Like you're going to appreciate, you're going to appreciate that when they get older. You're going to appreciate it more. At three, we watched uh, Hustle. I called it The Hustle. And then when I Googled like The Hustle, I re- I saw it's like some type of TV show that I didn't. I think like Sandra Bullock might be in it or something. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'll, I'll tell you what it actually is The Hustle. I think it is on like Netflix. I can't even type it. Um, <laughs> maybe it's not. Oh, it's uh, shit, I'm terrible. Rebel Wilson is in it. Uh, ah. It is a movie. Yeah, there's a second one. It's Rebel Wilson. Oh no, it's only one. Uh, and Anne Hathaway. Sorry, Sandra Bullock. She's not. I think there. I just saw uh, something with Rebel Wilson with my missus. I think it was called like Senior Year on. on- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Netflix saw something like that. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so if you want to watch The Hustle, that has Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. It is not the movie we're going to talk about, which is called Hustle, which has Adam Sandler. So we said we were going to talk about this movie once uh, sort of the basketball season died down. I was excited for it because I'd heard good things about it. You watched it. When did you When did you watch it? SP3? A couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah, maybe like uh, in June, sometime in June, I watched okay. it. All right, so it's on Netflix for anybody who wants to, to watch it. It stars Adam Sandler. Basically, he starts off as a scout and he works for the 76ers. Um, so he likes to recruit injured people. Apparently. So he, he works, he's a scout for the 76ers. We're not gonna go shot by shot for it or anything like that, but he. he Almost gets the assistant coach thing. He's in a kind of a power struggle with the the owner's son, and then that turns into uh, a big big thing because the owner ends up dying. The son takes over, but he finds this this player who is uh, played by Juancho Hernan Gomez, actual NBA player. Bo Cruz is the man. Bo Cruz, yo. Bo Cruz. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I was when I name. saw like, 
he got released, I was like, yo, how do you release Bo Cruz? Everyone. That <laughs> street was ball, street ball legend, Bo Cruz. <laughs> that was that was the uh the joke on Twitter. Like after because he got waived a couple days ago. And yeah, my my NBA timeline, it was like what are we doing? How are they releasing Bo Cruz? So I was I was cracking up because I knew he was in this movie and I knew like he had a big role of it. I didn't know his name or anything, but when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's who he is in this movie. So yeah, Bo Cruz uh, is Hernan Gomez and he finds him in Spain just playing like street ball and everything, ends up recruiting him, ends up scouting him, brings him to the States, tries to get him on the Sixers, but because of the power struggle, doesn't happen. Gets him to the draft combine. Eventually does get him into the NBA as a player for the Celtics in the end. But Adam Sandler's character does become a coach on the Sixers. We get Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers there at the end. Uh, Adam Sandler is going to be the coach by the, for the Sixers by the end of next season, I would imagine, depends on depending on how things go. Uh, and Beat and Harden must have been hurt in the final game. They weren't around for that game. But <laughs> along the way, of course, you get to your different stories of uh, battling through things. So the biggest thing that – uh, Bo Cruz has to battle through is like the trash talk. We get Anthony Edwards who plays who, Kermit who, Wiltz. Who is he one of the greatest? It. Yes, one of the greatest villains in a basketball film I've ever <laughs> seen is Anthony Edwards during the combine game against Bo Cruz. Like, is that your daughter over there? Is that the mom? <laughs> oh no, that's your mom. Oh, tell us say hi. <laughs> he killed it. He, kill, he waves to the daughter, and the daughter waves back. He's like, say, she likes me. <laughs> yeah, but, but even before the combine game, uh, when they're just doing, like, the open gym thing, he's talking shit to, to Bo Cruz, and that's what throws him off of his game there. And then, you know, Sandler works with him to try to keep his mind right during all the – there's a lot of, lot of, like, uh, training montages in this film. Yeah. Probably could have cut those down. A little bit. I thought I thought they inflated the movie some, but a lot of training montages throughout the film. And to get his mind right, uh like trash talking talking like your mother I love the lines like your mother's fat, like your mother's a whore. He's like, Oh, she's not a whore, she gives that ass away for free. <laughs> Yo, Adam Sandler had the best, <laughs> the best trash talk in that movie. And of course, I gotta, I gotta also mention that Adam Sandler's wife in the movie is Queen Latifah, which yes. I thought was a great touch, great yeah. touch there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they got to battle through the trash talk, and then at the combine, Anthony Edwards, yeah, just talking shit all over this man. And it looks like because Bo loses his composure at the combine. Looks like he's done. They go to one more open gym at the very end. Trey Young is there. At, uh, at my high school, yo. That was oh, Cardinal really? Hayes High School. Yes. Oh, when, as soon okay. as he said the address, 650 Grand Concourse, I was like, wait, I know that address. And then they pulled up. I was like, oh, that's my high school. I, yo, you could ask wifey. Wifey was like basically almost like asleep. I was like just watching the film on my own. And she woke up. She was like, what's up? I was like, that's my high school. <laughs> I popped. I'd pop for that. Trey Young is there. Aaron Gordon is there at this open gym. Uh, and this is where Bo finally, finally shows out. Anthony Edwards got away from the game plan here at this one. He stopped, he didn't talk any shit. Like no. Bo was giving him the business, but Edwards just didn't talk any shit during it. Edwards forgot what brought him to the dance. I thought that was a big miscalculation on his part. He was great though. I thought Sandler, Sandler's so desperate to win an Oscar after uh, Uncut Gems, which he probably should have won. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of these like high class films that 
get nominated for Oscars or anything, but I thought he was great in Uncut Gems. I hope he wins for this one. Maybe he'll stop making shitty comedies nowadays. Uh, but yeah, I, please, I please stop, stop making comedies. He's much better at the dramas now. Yeah, at this he in is. His career. Because this he was really this was a really good film. Like I was, I was thoroughly into it. Um, uh, the, also a couple of things to mention is when he first, uh, finds Bo Cruz, he's not just playing street ball. This man's playing street balls in like broken down construction boots. Like, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's insane. It. He's playing it. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing that caught, that really caught his eyes that he's playing this like great defense. Like, cause I think like he's playing like a, a team game back and forth. And then um like one of the guys gets mad at the end and he like challenges him to go one-on-one. And he's like, if you, if you hit the, if you're able to hit the rim, I'll pay you the money and stuff. And he doesn't hit the rim. He just shuts him down the whole way. And then that becomes like his whole kind of thing when uh he, he has to kind of prove himself after they fail to uh you know the the uh sixers don't want to draft him and stuff he has to go to like play street ball and he's like playing street ball and then all the bets is like if you can hit the rim you get this amount of money if you can make a shot you can get this amount of money and sandler's daughter is like videotaping it and it's like the bo cruz challenge and like tobias harris comes out and accepts the challenge and stuff like that you got like uh guest appearances from like alan iverson and dr j they're talking about bo cruz is like then the next NBA great and this was after the um the son of the owner who's now the owner of the Sixers went on this national Connor TV. McGregor looking motherfucker I I said I said uh Justin Timberlake looking motherfucker like <laughs> this guy yo he just shits on him because they find out about he had like a uh a domestic or like no like a uh an assault an assault yeah, charge assault. back yeah. in Spain and that's what they like, kind of got him away from kind of playing like uh, like real ball instead of on the street ball. And like he they, that comes out and he like buries him on national TV. And then I like uh, when um, what was he? What did he say? It's like if um, he said, like if Michael Jordan and uh, oh, if Scottie uh, Pippen like, and a wolf had a baby and it was raised by Allen Iverson. That's that's what Bo Cruz is. <laughs> I would like that is a great line. That is a great line. <laughs> I didn't. So the Ben Foster plays the the uh, the owner's son who becomes the the owner. Ben Foster is great. I like him. I really liked him in uh, Alpha Dogs, but he's been in a bunch of different Ooh, uh, shit. Good, good shout. I love Alpha yeah. Dogs. Alpha Dogs yeah. is my film. Alpha Dogs, sorry, not Alpha Dogs. Um, but yeah, he he was great in that. Um, that, that Justin Timberlake was in that movie, I believe. So there you yeah. go. There's your Justin yeah. Timberlake Ben Foster connection. <laughs> he he holds a grudge so much because he wanted this Hoss guy at the beginning. This is like opening scene stuff. He wanted this Hoss guy, and Sandler's like, no, I didn't play any defense. Like he's just not gonna play any defense ever. And then they ended up taking him, and he sucked because he didn't play any defense. And I guess he's out of the league now. Um, but he see like he wants Bo to fail so badly because Sandler recruited him. It's like, if he's a good player, you should want him on your team. Who cares who gets him? And he's being hand-delivered to you as well. Get him on the team and then develop him if he's a good player. But he he hates Adam Sandler's character so much that he cannot see through and just accept this good player and work with him and work with Sandler. He's like, nope, don't want him. Shouldn't be in the league. Now he it cost him his job. This is what happens with ownership who interferes too much, everybody. That's the real lesson of this film. 
It's all to yeah. the owners of the NBA is don't interfere with your scouting and your coaching and just, you know, sit back, collect your money and make financial decisions. Don't worry about the basketball decisions out here. That's the real lesson from this film. It really is though. Like that, that's, that was the main thing. Like he had this kind of uh, vendetta against him because I feel like he felt like his dad liked him more than, uh, than than himself. So, so I guess his dad was the one that, uh, you know, promoted him to assistant coach at the beginning of the film. And then when he's working with the guy who can't really play, can't really play defense, he like calls him up to the office and he's like, oh, you were right. You know, you were right. This guy's not working out. So, yeah, you're not assistant coach. I need you to go scout somebody else. And then he goes scout somebody else and then he doesn't want him. It's like, yo, that was, that was when I was like. I agree with Adam Sandler for just quitting at that point. Like if, yeah. if I scout somebody and this is the guy that I say is going to be the difference maker, why not just draft him? And then it got, and then at the end we, we find out that uh, the sister had to take over because this guy's ego was too much that it was ruining the team. And then Sandler becomes assistant coach to Doc Rivers. So he can get all the blame when Doc throws him under the bus and the, when the playoff fail. Um, and then uh, Bo is now on Boston. So we have Bo, Bo is on Boston. Cause we see the conversation between Sandler and Brad Stevens at the, the open gym thing. Yeah. So Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens understands talent and scouting and finding these guys. That's why the Sixers are an inept organization who can't get out of the second round. And the Celtics were in the finals this past year. Blame uh, Ben Foster. My, yeah. Ben Foster. A couple of my favorite cameos, Dirk. So when he's trying to like, communicate with uh with Bo in, in spain he like he like stalks him basically and everybody's like Who, who's this guy and he's like oh hold on, let me phone call. and so he calls dirk and dirk's like who who is this what are you doing like i've never heard of you in my life and he's like, I, I, like sir i've never met this man in my life yeah. <laughs> was like come on come on like you gotta give me something here and because Bo looks ready to murder him and finally it's like oh i'm just kidding stand the man like listen to him like he's good and everything and then, you know, uh, Sandler's like, hey, they feed you good in the nursing home with the pudding and everything. I thought Dirk's cameo was great through through the FaceTime on here. Kenny Dirk Smith was, was great. As, Kenny Smith, uh, he was Leon Rich, uh, which yes. I'm pretty sure is supposed to be Rich Paul. Exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's Rich Paul. I knew, yeah. I like got it after like the, the scene where he invites him out and he's at like the little pool and he's like, turn around and see these titties. Turn around yeah. and see these <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I was like, oh, he's Rich Paul. Okay, I get it. I get it now. And he's the one that calls him to that last open gym that gets him, uh, you know, drafted to, to the Boston Celtics at Cardinal Hayes High School. So, yeah, I I, he... I, I did it. like I like that wait, Kenny Smith because he was playing an agent. When they do the inside the NBA thing, they can't have Kenny Smith on the set, so it's just Shaq Barkley and Ernie Johnson. It's like, oh, Kenny Smith, because he could have played two player people, but yeah, he couldn't be on the set for that. By the way, I love inside the NBA when they try to like make it a show in a movie or something. It feels so forced compared to what the actual show is. Like when Barkley and Shaq are talking about like, we got to get Bo in the, in the combine and everything. Ernie's like, you know, I hate to do it, but I agree with you guys. Like 
this is so not what the actual show is. No, because they would weird. never talk about somebody yeah. that's viral and don't play a street ball. They like that was so unrealistic. I rather had had them like uh like show the highlight, like set it up as like, the end of the it. show. Yeah, yeah and they yeah, react like, to react it. to it. Yes, that would have been that would have been better. Because yeah, when they like when it's clearly like made for a movie or a television show, like, Hey, all right, this is how we're going to have you present this in our movie, in our TV show. It is not that at all. What, when you actually watch inside the NBA, because that, it, that is like one of the most like unscripted shows when it comes to how they're talking and bantering back and forth. But then when they're in a movie or a TV, it's like, Oh yeah, this is super scripted. So Sandler should have done better. There. Um, but the best cameo, the best. I texted you this uh, two minutes into the movie <laughs> when Sandler is scouting Boban. And Boban is out here. He's got the handle going. He's draining threes. He's just working these guys. It's like, how old is he? He's like 22. They're like, he's 22. You got a birth He's like, you got a birth certificate. He's like, lost in fire. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, you know, you gotta be like, if you're older than 22, you can't be in the draft. His son comes in, and his son's about eight feet tall as well. He's like, this your son? He's like, yeah. He's like, how old is he? Ten. Like, oh, okay. And so you had this man at 12. <laughs> Bowman was tremendous and then at the end of the film and the open gym he's waving off trey young he's like he's like did he just wave off trey young and he's draining a three and he goes like that and he points to sandler (laughs) bovin was excellent in this movie he fucking ruled Yes, it was it was either between Anthony Edwards and Boban for my favorite uh, NBA player in this movie because yeah, that was just too hilarious with that with that opening. I was like, yo, this dude, he look about like forty. He look about forty. <laughs> saying he's 22 that was hilarious i was like oh man adams I, this is gonna be a good film that's what i knew it was gonna be a good film when when bobot at the beginning <laughs> I, I messaged you later like right after that scene it's the it's the opening scene before they even get to like the credits or anything i was like this is the greatest movie ever just based on this scene <laughs> right here i love why the mavericks would have won some more playoff games if they just unleashed bobot like this this guy can handle he can shoot the three Obviously, could play defense and everything. Like they, they left Boban on the bench. That's where they lost in the playoffs. They should have let Boban be the primary ball handler, not Luca. Luca has a cameo as well as part of the the viral yeah. challenge. Uh, I thought it was great. If you like basketball, um, check out this movie because it's a it's not only a good basketball movie, but just a good movie in general. We will possibly next week we'll kind of rank our our basketball movies. I don't want to take up too much we still got challenge talk caden's got to do a run in so we'll we'll talk some more basketball movies probably next week since i don't know what else we're gonna talk about <laughs> sounds good sounds good i'm ready i'm ready i can put together my ranking in the nate in the next week and we're i think the hustle might be in my top 10 it, it, it was that good of a film so definitely it's, i recommend it i recommend it, it is really good yeah if you again if you haven't seen it go on netflix check it out hustle not the hustle uh we'll we'll continue to make that mistake I am sure. Uh, hustle, loyalty, and respect. You know, like the, the man John Cena says. Everyone everyone should watch it if you like basketball. Um, I'm waiting on Caden. He complains to me. He bitches at me in the chat. Like, can you send me the link? And then he DMs me. And he's like, am I coming on today? And then I send him the link. And where's he at? I'm going to cut his time. I'm going to cut him out of the show completely. I don't even know what he's talking about. 
Let's talk about the indie or the NHL draft. NHL draft. That's fine. He said he saw four, so I think he's going to talk about the the four movie, which I'll never see in my life. Um, I don't know where he's at, though. Time is going to get cut. We got to talk about the challenge universe, Caden. Exactly. It's it's, man, you you got to understand how ready I am to brag about my performance in the All-Star 3 draft. Okay, Caden's here. All right. I can say there's that. Kaden, your time's been cut because you complained in the live chat and then on DMs about my coming on. Where's the link? Send me the link. And then I send it to you and it still takes you five minutes to get here. So hurry up. Talk about whatever Stream- you're talking about. StreamYard took forever to load. Okay. Oh, blame StreamYard. So first let's talk about the NHL draft. My team, the Montreal Canadiens had the first overall pick this past Thursday and SP3. I've got a story for you. So there's this kid, Shane Wright. He was projected for the last four to five years to be the number one overall pick in the draft. They start projecting these kids at 14 about where they're going to place in the draft, the way hockey works. So everyone's like, okay, it's Shane Wright. It's Shane Wright. It's Shane Wright. A week ago, this new Slovakian kid, uh, Yurov Slavkovsky, everybody all of a sudden changes their mind and is like, okay, we think this guy's now going to go number one. Four years of saying we had the number one, we knew who it was, it changes. So it gets to the draft floor. Everyone's wondering, oh, who are they going to take? The draft was in Montreal. Montreal had the first pick. The fans were there. They were waiting. And Montreal went with Slavkovsky instead of the guy everyone thought for years would be number one. And it shook the internet. (laughs) It was one of the coolest moments I've ever seen. Aiden said that he was like celebrating, cheering. So you, you didn't want Shane Wright, apparently. I like Shane Wright, but I think like the Canadians have a big issue with size. Shane Wright is 5'11", six foot, not, so he's not like small, but we have some fairly small guys. And Slavkovsky is 6'4", 200 plus pounds. He is a big winger. So I preferred having him to protect our guys. Well, they, they're coached by Martin St. Louis, the shortest, best player in NHL history. So they should just go with a team of, of nothing but short kings. And let, let St. Louis, once St. Louis got there, once St. Louis got there, Cole Caulfield all of a sudden turned into the great score that he was projected to be. Let St. Louis just coach all the short players and try that. Revolutionary hockey out here. You don't need size. You got you to gotta have some big guys to protect your small Ooh. guys. Like you look Thanks. at who Marty's, Marty St. Louis even had in St. Louis, or not St. Louis, Tampa, when he won his championships. He had big guys around him. Cavier, remember that, but... I don't remember those teams. Brad Richards, he was part of part of that team as well. I'm sure there were some big guys. No, just go short. Revolutionize hockey, Caden. See, the problem is Why you're not? thinking old school too much. I, you gotta... I wish, but you you have to like the issue with hockey is if you think too new school, your team's going to suck. You know, you know how more teams should think? They should think like the Colorado Avalanche and win a Stanley Cup. I'm like all these other losers out here, these losing teams. You know what the Avs did with their draft picks this year? Not a damn thing. We didn't have any of them because we traded them all. And you know what we got in return? A Stanley Cup. Fuck them picks. That's what I say. And now you have an overpaid goaltender in Alexander Gorgiev. 
Oh, he's fine. They they paid him less than they paid Kemper. We'll use that money. We got to get the nuke deal done. As long as we get him done, we'll probably bring back, I'd assume, like Manson or Burakovsky. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. As long mm-hmm. as we get Nuchushkin done, I'll, I'm fine with things. We got a lot of cap space right now. With We got to sign McKinnon next year. But Eric Johnson's contract coming off the books will pay for Co- Yeah, Nas's contract coming off the books. I, I'd like to get Nas back, but somebody's going to pay him yeah. like $9 million. And that's just- Yeah, I'm, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing it's 9 to $10 million. Yeah, that's I, I. You're hearing. Do you have sources, Caden? Is this what your your sources are telling you that you're hearing these things? I listen to a lot of hockey podcasts. I mean, I believe you. Like, I, I usually when you say like, "Oh, this is what I'm hearing," it's because you're being told this. But you are like me. You, you're listening or you're reading this stuff. Like, I've seen or I've heard uh, through podcasts. You're like, sources are telling me Nas is gonna get. Nine, nine to till mil- nine to ten million. You should do a you should do a fake NHL scoopster bit like I did. <laughs> Alright, you saw Thor. Do you want to give a quick review of Thor? We have Cher coming on because uh, I have complaints to file when, when it comes to the challenge universe. Uh, I'll give a quick review of Thor. I really loved Thor. It's very goofy, but it also has some darkness, and I thought they balanced it really well. Uh, I thought maybe it was like 10 minutes too short, but overall it's my second favorite of the phase four. It's, it's about, it's straight 120. I thought Good, it that's benefited. how long it should be. It, it definitely, there were parts that didn't feel fully fleshed out in the story, especially with the villain. But I know a lot of people were complaining because they thought it was just way too goofy. And I love super goofy comedy. So I had like I just was smiling. I was laughing a lot. The ending, a lot of people just thought was stupid and too cutesy, and I just thought was adorable, and I loved it. I've never seen like I've seen like maybe two Marvel movies. SB three, where are you at on the Marvel universe? You big Marvel universe person? Yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a Marvel mark. Uh, my only question is, is it better than Ragnarok? The consensus is no. I believe it is. Just because of personal preference, I thought it balanced the goofy with the serious a little better than Ragnarok. But it def- I think the biggest issue is Ragnarok was like, what, 65% goofy? This is 80-85% goofy. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna react to that. But yeah, I love I love me some some Marvel movies. Uh I haven't seen Thor yet. But I would say out of the uh, this latest phase, my favorite film is probably either Shang-Chi or Doctor Strange. That would be my have you Have you watched Miss Marvel yet? No, I haven't watched Miss Marvel. I'm, I'm actually finishing Moon Knight this oh, week yeah. for my friend's YouTube channel. And then we're going to start Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is phenomenal so far. So good. I don't know what any of these films are. <laughs> Kaden JJ says, did you enjoy the race yesterday? Yeah, I thought it was a fairly good race. The beginning was pretty dramatic. And all the three race leaders then got summoned to the stewards and got fined. So that was interesting. Are we all talking right. about NASCAR? F1. I think F1, yeah. Uh, People really like the F1. I, I, like, I knew of F1, but it's really blown up over the, the last mm-hmm. couple, like the last year or so. I credit JJ for the, the F1 uh, resurgence or the, the F1 just coming coming to America and becoming so popular. JJ has been every single morning, wake up to all the F1 retweets from, from JJ. 
uh, Kurt Benoit says, if you like Doctor Strange, you should check out everything, everything, everywhere, all everywhere, at once. All I don't know what that was. I, I heard, I saw it's, that. I saw some, one of my friends. Had yeah, that. It, it's one of the best movies of the year. Oh, sure, very good. There you go. There you go. So I, yeah, I got to check out all this stuff. Uh, I'm behind on my movie going because the movies are like a bus ride away and buses don't run over here always, it seems. So it's weird. I saw the Minions movie the other week. We took the kids to go see the new Minions movie. That was good. I like the little Minions. I got I got to give my kids another chance to go to the movies because the, uh, the first movie that we ever took them to was Space Jam 2. And my oh, my daughter and my son walked out on that. They, they, they should have. They couldn't stand I don't blame them. The, yeah, I don't blame yeah. them either. Why would you do? Why would you do that to them? SB three. That's on you. You knew that wasn't going to be good. <laughs> yes, I knew it wasn't going to be good. But I was like, oh, come on, this is like a balance between basketball and cartoons. Oh, but so you I was knew like, let's give them a chance. Though. Give them a chance to see what it was. But yeah, that, no, that movie wasn't good. No, you shouldn't have done that to them. That's mean. That's very mean of you. We don't. Minions was legitimately the first time I've gone to theaters since like the last Star Wars film came out. Whatever the last like episode film was, that's like 2018 or 19. No, no, Rise of the Skywalker was the last one. Rise of yeah, 2019. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, that's the last time I went to the theaters. I mean, of course, like the pandemic hit, and then you know nobody was going to theaters. Or anything like that and, and i moved and whatnot but yeah that was the last time i've been to theaters was 2019 until two weeks ago maybe it was last weekend last weekend when we went to go see the minions movie everyone if you like uh if you like the the, the minions and the despicable me stuff you'll probably like the minions movie. you know it doesn't reinvent the wheel when it comes to comedy but it's got the the jokes that, that you would that you would enjoy so everyone can go see minions i don't watch movies nowadays it took me long enough just to watch hustle I had to be sick all day yesterday and be like, all right, shit, I gotta, let's watch this movie so we have something to talk about on the show tomorrow. I don't, I don't watch I appreciate movies. you. I appreciate We don't you. watch movies, man. You know? I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't even watch movies on uh, Netflix. Me and my wife, we just yeah. discovered uh, Young Sheldon, and that's what we've been watching on <laughs> Young Sheldon? Why would you Young watch Sheldon? that? Young Sheldon? Because it's so much better than Big Bang Theory. We both we both agree we hate Big Bang Theory, but Young Sheldon has a, a nice charm to it. Okay, I'll I'll take your word for it. I don't fully believe you, but I'll take your word for it. I ain't watching no Young Sheldon. I watched enough of Big Bang Theory before giving up on it. Way too I, much I of Big Bang Theory. I hate that show. With a passion, you gotta watch it. it you know, it's on it's on TBS, home of uh, other stuff. I know. I I, I I I tried watching it one time before that other stuff, and I was like, this show is just not funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jeremy, I told you I had an Instagram conversation to read. Oh, yes. Read this. Yeah. This pertains to James Harden, who's washed and taking less money. Yes. So I had a conversation with somebody on Instagram, and he goes, uh, someone said very rare Harden dub after the whole thing about taking a $15 million pay cut. His response was, no, it's not. He's going to make more than $47 million for the two years he signs. And he kept backing this up, saying he's not going to uh, not gonna make $60 over the next two years. He's playing it safe because he's on a decline. Yes. And then I said, uh, 
And my my response was, you do understand two years is longer than one, so he's going to make more money, right? He said, uh, you don't know. You know after la- uh, that last one year of 47, he's not getting close to that. A year no more in his career. He's on the decline. Nobody given him that anymore. He said, if play it safe, he's taken 32 mil over 32 season, which is 64 mil, which is still a boatload of money and more than the 47. And... To sum the it math up, is correct. 64 is more than 47. <laughs> but my response basically was for his argument to be correct, that Harden is not taking, is not, it's not really taking a pay cut because he's going to make more in two years than he would in one. That Harden's contract next year, if he did not opt out, would have to be less than $15 million a year for his argument to be correct. And my no, response was, is correct. I said, are you telling me James Harden is going to make less than $15 million next year? No, his argument is correct. James Harden could add 47 for one year or 64 for another year. And he took 64 for two instead of 47 for one. 64 is more than 47. But he, th- yes. But yes. That's, you disagree. So argument it's, over. It's a bad argument. It's over. You lost. That's such a bad argument, Jeremy. You lost. That, that is such a bad argument. <laughs> it's correct. It's correct, but it doesn't make sense. It does not, like, it, it's semantics. It's not a factually correct. Like, it's factually correct, but it's not a situationally correct argument. Did the Wookiees live on Endor with Chewbacca? The Wookiees don't live on Endor. <laughs> did 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 Chewbacca live on Endor with the little with the little what's the what's their fucking names? The they're Ewoks, Wookies, right? Ewoks. No, they're Ewoks. Yeah. They're not Wookies. All right. Did Chewbacca live on Endor with the Ewoks? Why would a seven foot tall Wookie live on Endor with he the didn't. Ewoks? He didn't he did. live on Endor. No, he went there for like a week to battle the Empire. Why would he stay with them? Why would a seven stay. foot tall Wookie? He stay didn't stay. He left and went with Han with Solo. He Why? didn't stay. He was a marauder with Han Solo after that. Why? Because he because 74 is more than 46. That's why. <laughs> it's 64. It's 64 is more than 47. I confuse my sixes and my sevens all the time. I'm very bad at this. I swear I have like just six, seven, ADHD. That's it. Everything else I can understand or dyslexia, but everything else like sixes and sevens, I'll confuse the shit out of one hundred percent. That was you're that wrong, Caden. That was a great. You're argument. wrong. This Bye, Caden. <laughs> Bye. I just got a message from the fiance. Why are you yelling about Chewbacca and Endor? <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was great. You know, I was like, I was like, I love how you were able to tie everything together that we discussed <laughs> in that one segment by bringing up Star Wars. Oh, that was great. I just messaged back. Why wouldn't I be yelling about Chewbacca and Endor? <laughs> you know why not we're why waiting not? on share i sent her the link uh she's just as like at least she wasn't bugging me like kaden was um but we're waiting on share to talk about the challenge we might have to 
might have to begin our challenge talk uh, before Cher actually gets here because I have complaints to file regarding. Let, let's hear challenge. this. Let's let's hear well, this let's, because you know what? Let's I, before start, let's I give start. my acceptance, my acceptance speech. Let's start with uh, the Challenge USA because you've not watched it. You don't care if it gets spoiled. That's yeah. fine. I would yeah. imagine Cher probably hasn't watched it, and so she doesn't care that we actually talk about it. Knowing her, I just suspect she has not watched it. Let's pull up the draft here. Um, all right, there it is. And here we go. Okay. Oh, they, so here, here's a, a good good bit of um, – uh, all right, where's where's it? Okay, share I, screen. I did see a whole bunch of people. Like my timeline got invaded by people talking about Big Brother twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, so they did. Going on? So, so I'll set the, I'll set the stage for you a little bit. Uh, SB three. So you know, once you you get into watching it, you kind of know what to expect. They pick their teammates. Um, they they do pick teams, guy girl teams. They get to pick their teammates. Uh, then the the first challenge is a math like high risk math because they're they're scaling down a wall they got to solve a math equation once they get to the bottom kind of thing um i'm not going to spoil the the winner or anything like that for you i don't even remember half the teams uh but the the losing team was xavier and asha uh they they team wow you're not xavier not xavier sorry sorry kylan kylan and asha sorry uh okay yeah kylan uh they teamed up and they went up against I don't remember the the guy's name. Actually, you know who it might have been. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look this up now because if this is what it is, that's actually kind of hilarious. Um, like the challenge. I try to like take notes on this stuff, but you know, fuck a lot. Uh, all right. <laughs> Note taking. That's for people who you know are actually trying to be uh, be. It is okay. Be professional. That's not us at all. Uh, so, <laughs> SV three. Who were the last two names taken in the draft? Read it off for us. Kyra, well, no, Giovanni uh, and Seeley. Giovanni and Seeley happen to be teammates for this challenge. <laughs> so, so I, 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 I had to start off the Challenge USA with at least one of my people getting eliminated. It seems because I also had Kylan. So Giovanni and Seeley, Seeley, Selly. Were, were teammates and they got voted in because love island it kind of played out exactly how we thought it would is like oh big brother and survivor like the winning team did not come from love island i'll say that right now and so they were like well let's just target the love island people because they don't seem to care to be here and don't have a purpose here anyway and unfortunately yes. for giovanni and Seely selly they were teammates and so they're like well we're gonna throw these love island people into the elimination um, you can now skip the first episode if you want SV3 because now I'm just going to spoil everything. So the, the elimination is, you know, the, the rope game where they have the big jungle gym and they tr- tie it in knots and everything. And then the yes. other team has to untie it. That's the elimination. I really uh, like this. What was it? Not, not so fast. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really like this elimination and that's what this elimination is. Um, Giovanni and Silly Selly lose. So chat you're done already. <laughs> we gave you one person in in this uh, in this draft. Unfortunately, the first week they are out. SP3, you have lost your Mister Mrs. Irrelevant as well. So gone for uh, they're they're eliminated. They are eliminated. Uh, the big twist here is that there is what they call the algorithm 
and this ensures you can't be teammates with somebody twice. So every week they're going to switch teams. They're going to switch partners and you can't partner with the same person twice. So that way, you know, now you're going to have to partner with a love Island person. If you're a big brother or a survivor person. So now like the numbers and trying to manipulate that a little bit tougher than if you could just keep with the same partner the entire time. And it's like, all right, let's just pick off, pick up, pick off all the love Island couples and things like that. So that's the, the twist is the algorithm is going to make sure there's no partners. You can't partner with the same person twice. But first week goes about how you would expect with Love Island getting picked off. And chat, you guys sucked. You guys did not draft at all. You didn't draft well, and you lost. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not too surprised by this. This is why a Love Island, we, 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 we didn't pick a person from Love Island until, what, my third to last pick yeah. in the draft. Love Island only- went, yeah, it was, we had to by that point. There was one big brother person left, and it was David who Cher buried the entire time. Otherwise, it was nothing but Love Island at the end. Yeah. The last, the last six of the last six of five picks, or no, seven of seven of uh, eight picks uh, in our draft were from Love Island. Yeah, they, they, they're they're kind of useless being there. All right, I don't know where Cher is. I don't know where Cher is. She's gonna miss my complaint filing. Did she DM me? Oh no, she's taking the boys to daycare, and then I'll hop on. Oh, I don't know how long that's gonna take. Well, I have well, I, I, can, I can have a I can have a quick rant about Love Island this actual season okay. that's on since I'm here in the UK and I'm able to watch Love Island. I've been I've been getting into the rabbit hole of uh, Twitter of Love Island. My lord, I love Love Island out here. This Love Island is amazing. <laughs> the UK. Television. It's yes. amazing television, bro. So, so okay. So I told you the premise, right? That you know they they this season they started off with like the the public kind of putting people together based on like just how they looked and stuff. It wasn't them picking originally, so it was the the public put them together, and then everybody was able to like make their connections and you know recoupling. They had a couple of recouples, so the like the couples were kind of intact. And then they did like this whole episode last week where um, the girls went to Casa Casa de Moore, Casa Moore, where it was like the girls went there and a whole bunch a new a new six guys because it was six girls left a new six guys came in Casa de Moore and they were supposed to tempt them to kind of see if they can make a new connection there. And then in the villa, the guys were and they were having like their guys' day, and then six new girls came into the villa. So. The girls were very respectful, like kind of trying to get to know the six guys while the guys in the villa were just like making out with a whole bunch of the other girls, despite having like, you know, established relationships in the other one. They had um this one, they, one couple, there's only been one couple that has kind of been together since the uh, public put them together. And that's Tasha and Andrew. And like, 
it, Tasha has become like one of the villains of this season. Not because she's like a horrible person. She's just very whiny. And like while Andrew's been like in love with her, she's been like kind of trying to get to know other guys. And Andrew's like, you know, uh, because before like this new guy came in uh, who she he like tempted her a little bit. Uh, she had told Andrew like, oh, I would leave with you if you got voted off. I would just leave with you. And then this new guy came in and like talk took her eye a little bit and everybody was like man she's treating you like trash and stuff so when the casa de more girls came in they basically told andrew what she was saying because they had been watching the show from outside before they came in so they like told her like oh like she's like tempted by almost everybody that's been in here and you look like uh you look like a dummy and stuff so he like starts like he goes in with the casa de more girl he starts like making out with this girl he has her in his bed he's kissing under the covers he he's like uh like doing stuff under the covers with her so like that was one story then there was like my dude dammy and india dammy was with somebody else with the public and then he got with india and everybody fell in love with them as a couple but then when she went to casa de Moor, this new girl came in and he like first night he kissed the new girl and was like trying to explore the relationship with her and then there the other guy this guy jocks um he was in like a relationship with Paige, who's like probably the hottest of the original girls in there. So when she went to Casa de Moore, she's like telling all the guys, like, I'm 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 with jocks, uh, no one's gonna take my eye. While he's like flirting with one girl, he's like flirting with her a little bit. Then this other girl, he makes out with her, and like he's like, Oh, I'm tempted to like explore the, the connection here, and then it led to this big recoupling. But I'll continue that when after share shares here one half of the champions what's going on hello um so from i have no idea what the hell you're talking about but i'm just wondering what they were doing under the blankets like were they playing checkers you just said they were doing other stuff under the blankets there i, I left that i left that uh subtle because that's that's when the big reveal because they had this whole recoupling where the guys were able to pick guys and girls were able to pick if they wanted to recouple with the new girls and guys that came into the house or if they wanted to stay with their girls. So uh, the, the guy, Andrew, he was like, yeah, the Casa de Moore girls told me how Tasha was. So I'm going to recouple with Coco. And then Tasha comes in, she recoupled with a new guy as well. So when he saw it with the new guy, he was pissed. He was like, Oh, she tells more lies than Pinocchio. So good luck with that. And then like, he's all like, Oh shit shunning her and stuff and then the next day he's trying to get back with her and then he tells the girl that he recoupled with he's like oh um you know I, I think I'm just gonna be friends with you because I just have feelings still have feelings for Tasha and she's all heartbroken so she tells the guys he was like yeah we made out together and he licked my titty and <laughs> Oh, yo, so she tells that to the guys, and then oh, she tells Andrew, like, how did the guys know that you was doing all the suck my titty? And like, so Andrew has to go to, to Tasha, and he's like, he's like, yeah, um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember because Tasha asked him, like, what did you do with her? He was like, yeah, I kissed her, I kissed her once, and then I kissed her under the covers, but he never told her about the titty, so okay. <laughs> Like, how do you just you gave not foul. How do you not remember doing that? 
Like, you just, you okay, so you remember playing checkers with her under the blanket, but you don't remember licking her boobs? Like, I'm a little confused. Guys got shitty memories, okay? <laughs> we, got, we got shitty memories. That's, Yo, dude, you, you got to see the memes, though. The memes be the funniest on social media. They got the SpongeBob meme with Squidward looking outside. It was like uh, uh, Coco's right titty looking at her, her left titty because only one titty got licked. Only one titty got licked. Oh, Demetrius is important. <laughs> Yo, that shit had me dying, yo. Yo, he became a villain because everybody was mad sympathetic for him because, like I said, Tasha became, like, the villain because she was so annoying and crying all the time. But he became the villain as soon as they found out he what he did with the- one titty and not the other. Yeah, then the girl started telling Tasha, like, yeah, he, he licked my titty and he said he was going to ruin me. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is this show? This is Love Island Love UK. Island. Is this on Love Paramount? <laughs> I gotta find this on Paramount. Because I always liked the UK version. When they brought it to the US, I was like, this ain't the same. No. It ain't the same. The UK version has always been out of control. It's it's so awesome. I'm so happy to be out here. This is like the best reason <laughs> to still be in the UK is watching Love Island <laughs> six nights a week with my missus. Like we have so much fun. We 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 are fell in love with this one couple because uh this girl had like uh cheated on the guy she was with, it went on the balcony, made out with this other guy. They leave with literally crawling onto the balcony so no one would see them going onto the balcony, and she made out with him, and like he was called the Italian stallion, so he was was like you're a fucking liar and the girl was from a soap opera she was from a soap opera he was like you're an actress and you're a fucking liar and <laughs> and then but you can always see they still have feelings for each other so they got back together and they've been like the most popular couple ever since me and the missus when they when they got voted the most popular couple yesterday we would we both looked at each other we wanted to give each other a high five we was like yeah they back together <laughs> they the most popular yeah drama Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, I, I gotta watch. So anyway, I I saw that um, the number one draft pick won. The one and two, <laughs> the number one. This draft is pick and this is my complaint. This is my complaint. All right, everyone it's sees this lit. draft. Everyone sees it. Who went one? Jane. Who went to West? I never stood a chance. This shit was rigged. It was absolutely <laughs> rigged against me because I never actually got a chance to draft. You guys knew who was going to win. You knew it was West and John A. So that's why you went one and two. Nobody talks about me. Nobody's talking about me right now. You're both muted. You went, then I went one and two. And I. by the time You're I got wrong. to pick, it didn't matter who I picked. It did not matter who I picked. Oh, you have StreamYard access. That's that's a shame. Uh, it did not matter who I picked because one and two won the thing. When Jane got to that boat, when she got and Wes is already there, I turned the shit off. They could have swerved <laughs> me. They could have 100% swerved and be like, actually, you didn't win. And I would not know. You could tell me right now that, you know what, Jeremy? Kayla actually won. I wouldn't know. I turned it off because I was so outrageously upset. I was throwing things. I was hitting pillows. I was so upset at this because it was rigged against me, and I never stood a chance at this thing. And it, it was never, never had a fair shot. And I don't think this draft should count 
at all because I was not given. I demand a recount. I demand a redraft. I demand the randomizer to go in a different way. I will redo all of it because it was not fair. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to like say when I picked John A first, you both talked mad shit about me and were like, oh, that, that's who you want to go. That's your number one pick. Mm. Yeah. And you knew that SP3 was going to pick Wes first because if he could marry any man in the world, it would be Wes. So. <laughs> Absolutely. You see that ginger beard? Oh, oh yeah. It's immaculate. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Jeremy. You're going to win the Challenge USA one. Yeah, you got the number one pick in the Challenge USA. Probably and not. It's probably going to be rigged against me in that one, too. I, I don't know how. people based off of how much I like their names. So I don't know I how don't it's going to be rigged, but I promise you if I lose, I will come up with a reason of how <laughs> it got rigged. I promise. So well, when are we going to get our PowerPoint? Next week, I will do the PowerPoint. Because I was trying to, I, I got to make see if my complaint goes through. All right, <laughs> uh, we, let the let the courts sort this out first. Let the lawyers take a look at the paperwork and let's see if my complaint goes through. If it does, we might not be getting a PowerPoint at all. But if they dismiss my complaint unjustly, I might add, if they unjustly dismiss my complaint next week, I'll do the PowerPoint of why Kara and Polly are the greatest thing in challenge universe history can't wait be, for it's gonna be glorious um i'll let i'll let i'll let share go you well share already kind of did her acceptance speech but i want to say you know thank you to to wes wes the greatest no. the greatest challenge performer in the history of the challenge for you know Redhead. being being the victorious ginger's rock ginger's rule he dominated the final he was a he was he was first to pretty much every single checkpoint he won five points on on all the one-on-ones except for king king of the hill oh just an immaculate performance did you see how 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 you know the the brain guts was on his beard and he just kept it going he intimidated people by having the brain guts on his beard and he just kept it going he he was first in the puzzle first with the bridges got got to the boat first immaculate performance by weston bergman the greatest challenger of all time i will say i was not a fan of having like um the eating thing knowing that nehemiah doesn't eat meat that was foul that was that was a little yeah because i mean yeah that was rough that was rough for him he didn't stand a chance and i felt bad for him but that means we're gonna get if we get a season four there's gonna be some more nehemiah he's never going away <laughs> so. he ain't going away until he finally wins one like he's he what this is now two years in a row he finished third so he <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. 
Come on, Jeremy. You have the advantage in Challenge USA. So you have you are you are ahead on points because you actually know the people in Challenge USA. So it's gonna be all right. And but... I had like so little chance of actually winning this. I had like, like nobody left from like episode four. <laughs> I oh. Great would, job picking John A. Pick great job. John A. John A is one of the, the female goats of the challenge now. Technically. She should have won three. Yeah. If they would have done two the first time. Like she they're never gonna put her on the regular challenge now. Because they're like, nope, don't want that. Jeremy's sleeping. <laughs> Y'all done. This is the so, worst season in challenge history. I don't think anything good happened on it. I don't remember a single thing. I I feel that what else can can I complain about here? Melinda, Melinda having to leave due to an injury. I feel I, I unjust on that as well. She was a strong competitor and I don't think that I got a fair break on that. Jordan they gave Jordan a rope pulling thing when the man has half a hand. That wasn't very fair. I I Darrell's old and just pulled the pulled the leg, <laughs> pulled the hip. They put this, they tried to constrict this man into a barrel. His old bones could not hold up against it. This whole season was rigged against me. They should not have even let Melinda come on the show still being hurt from last season yeah like that was ridiculous you knew that she was going to come into some sort of elimination or challenge that was going to further injure her they shouldn't have even let her come on the season i don't know poor jeremy good talk so, guys so do we get the the penis medals this time or is that for usa i think challenge usa is the penis medal we've agreed to the powerpoint uh, okay. We agreed to the PowerPoint beforehand. So we only need to have one winner because we, we just have one person can wear the penis medals. What are we going to do? We have one person wear it? I feel like you both just froze. Share definitely. No. No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. If you're the one loser again, do you buy penis medals for the other two? I guess or? so. I guess that's fine. If you're the we'll one loser again, you're never doing another draft. No, absolutely not. He's like, he's like, challenge season 38. Nope, I'm not doing it. Nope, not what drafting if, at all. What if our chat wins? What do we oh, do? Oh, we've, we've already established. Have you watched uh, Challenge USA episode one? Okay, well, the, the two losers were, spoiler alert, the last pick in the draft, <laughs> SB3, and the challenge, and the chat pick, who was the leftover. They got eliminated first episode, so we don't have oh. to worry about the chat winning. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> <laughs> we did not have to worry about the chat winning challenge. US. Sorry, chat. <laughs> Sorry, chat. You <laughs> kind of failed you by giving you someone from Love Island. We didn't fail you. We, 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 we set it up perfectly. <laughs> oh, man. Cher unplugged her headphones. And... All right, Cher, do you want to promote anything? I'm in my damn car in the grocery store parking lot. <laughs> well, whatever you're doing. Can you get me some Oreos? I'm going to get Dr. Pepper is what I'm going to get. Nice, nice. Cher, do you want to oh, promote Cher, anything? I do, but I have a question first. Okay. I have dog hair all over me. Have you seen my horse dog? 
I've seen you taking the pictures of a bunch of dogs. No. I okay. want I rescued a dog and okay. he's a fucking horse. And he is like 18 months old, so he still thinks he's a puppy and he gallops around the house. Nice. He's part Great Dane, part hound. He is so funny. But okay. Yeah, I posted a picture of him earlier laying on the rug in my office. Oh, I see it. Okay, yes, I see it. Yes. His name is Jeez. Harry Potter. And it's spelled H A I R Y P A W T E R. Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but that was not my question. Um, so what is the attire going to be for this wedding? Because I, oh, I don't not, I can see myself like getting a very nice dress and then you walking in basketball shorts. Oh, I'm wearing I'm wearing John Cena regalia, full John Cena head to toe. I'm doing the whole entrance and everything. That's the that's my attire. The fiance is gonna look beautiful. She's she's gonna look gorgeous. Yes, she that's that's true. But like I'm going full John Cena. I'm doing the sprint down the aisle and everything. Yeah, doing the run. I don't even know how I'm gonna like. There's no ring to slide into. I'm gonna do a, like fake slide up, up to the up to the podium there. You know, throw up the throw throw up like there. You know the whole thing. She that's messaged me happens. the other day. Like, I'm sure Jeremy already told you, but I can't remember and told me the wedding date. And I was like, no, Jeremy didn't tell me. I don't me. tell anybody shit. <laughs> if I don't, I either say it on the show or I don't remember if I tell anybody, period. I'm pretty sure it's October 2nd uh, for those who yeah. don't know. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. I ask her what the attire is. The attire is like nice wedding stuff. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be nice. She's gonna have a beautiful dress. I'm gonna wear. Uh, assuming, so here's the thing: if anybody oh can help me out on this, I know people who have connections who have connections. This is a legitimate thing that she said could happen. If I get Bret Hart at the wedding, I can wear whatever I want. So if you know Bret Hart, if you know somebody who knows somebody who knows Bret Hart, I and can get him. Knows Bret Hart. If you can get him <laughs> to this wedding. I can legitimately wear whatever I want and I will go full John Cena regalia if Bret Hart is there. A hundred percent. If Bret Hart's there and I get this, I'm going full John Cena. Oh, I'm but I got to get Bret Hart. I'm absolutely bringing this up after I get off of this. Yeah. Somebody get me Bret Hart for, for my wedding. He didn't have to be there long. I just make a cameo, say hi, introduce himself to the fiance and she can probably try to marry him instead of me. And then, <laughs> then we'll, we'll go on. But but they, I get to go full John Cena. I get to to go full John Cena. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw the throw the sweatbands out to the to the audience. Be great. Yeah. Well, I was asking because Sean sent me a picture of the suit that he got for Denise's wedding, and I said, "Are you gonna wear that to Jeremy's wedding?" And he said, "I don't know. I don't know like the attire." And I said, "It's probably basketball shorts." <laughs> Tell Sean. Tell Sean if Bret Hart is there. Sean can can wear uh can can wear like he can dress as Randy Orton. I'm gonna get people to dress SP3 could be like Edge, and then I'm a I'm a F I'm a AA everybody since I'm gonna be John Cena. I'm just gonna do AAs to everyone. Put put you put you in a very loose STF, make it make it tap out. This is what I'm gonna do. It's a full John Cena. I'm gonna just AA all my guests. 
you've retired the um what was the one that you were doing to everybody at the show the v trigger the v yeah. trigger yeah that got retired yeah we're going yep. we're going aas now i'm not okay. that strong unfortunately um I don't know if I can get all of you guys up on my not that you guys like weigh a lot, but I'm just not strong. And I got I got a leg injury right now. Do so. a five knuckle shuffle on everybody. Oh, yeah. there you go. All right, all right. We can hit some five knuckle shuffle. I can do the loose STF. Like I ain't gotta cinch that thing up at all. You know, you could escape very easily. That yeah. won't hurt either. You can you can breathe. You could probably sleep honestly, like sleep comfortably in that hold. <laughs> I'm gonna hit AAs on everybody though. I'm gonna hit five knuckle shuffles on everybody because I'm gonna be so if you know somebody who knows somebody or if you know Bret Hart, let them know October 2nd. I'm not gonna say the address out here on, on the air because people might I don't need that. But you, contact me. Invitations. What, what's that? Are you guys sending out actual invitations? Yeah, uh that's we're probably gonna send those out next week because we gotta finalize um venue and we're getting engagement photos this weekend so okay yeah. i was just asking he just told me like the closest airport and i'm yeah. like drive around until i find it <laughs> no, no 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 well actual actual invitations are being sent out uh okay. yeah pro probably next week so yep. we'll have those um yeah but if you if you know somebody if you if you have a contact to bret hart get at me so he can show up on october 2nd and i can go full john cena regalia full john cena outfit for my own I'm wedding I'm oh please do off of here please do i know you i know you know people who know people share i know you do as i mentioned it to you so. <laughs> <laughs> all right do you want to plug anything now that we've yeah. got the wedding talk out of the way my twitter again um at share delaware like i told you last time if you can't spell delaware go back to school um the pin post is a GoFundMe for our friend Jesse. Um, Jesse has all kinds of medical expenses right now, and her monthly medication is like several hundred dollars. So check that out. And um, even if you just share it, we very much appreciate that. So that's it. And the champion. You. Thank you, Cher. No, boo. The Wait. champ is here. Rigged <laughs> SP3. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. I'll be back on this YouTube screens at 3 p.m. Eastern time with Alex McCarthy and Sat E. Nyangi from Monday Night Live over on the ITR Clips YouTube channel. So, yeah, that's all. That's all I'll, I'll plug for now. And yes, watch Love Island UK. It's the greatest television show out right now. And uh, SV3 will be back on Fightful Overbook tomorrow, as I believe, as far as I can, as far as I know, as, as long as I can secure a couple more people. Uh, pillar to post tomorrow at noon. It'll be SV3, who will not win, and Alex McCarthy, who will not win again. I refuse to have either of you win. Uh, they will be there, and then I need two other people that I got to work on securing for tomorrow. Maybe I can find two people who I dislike more than you two, and maybe one of you will win. But I don't know. That's going to be tough. Caden uh, uh, mentioned earlier, we did have a half-year awards, mid-year awards. Caden and Rob Wilkins did here on Fightful Overbook. Uh, Rob and Maggie did a Saturday show. Tag Talk premiered yesterday with uh, Kylene Haley looking at FTR Briscoes, Hung Bucks, uh, and the Sasha Naomi situation, and a bunch more. A bunch of stuff on Fightful Overbooked. Again, we'll be back tomorrow. Go ahead.
I was disappointed that Caden <clears throat> and Rob did a mid-year awards. It said FIFO Overbook mid-year awards, and it wasn't awards for people on FIFO Overbook. That's I agree. <clears throat> that's what I thought that's been. what it was when yeah, they pitched too. it to me. I was like, yeah, sure, we can do that. And then it wasn't. Very sad. Very, very sad. Um, so disappointing. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, five lower book this this week. I'm working on something. I don't know if it's going to be up this week, but maybe maybe next week. I'm working on something new for five lower book that's going to pop like five people, and otherwise it's going to be a gigantic waste of about three hours of my life. So we will we'll see how that goes for everyone. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff this week as always. Um, and yeah, maybe if Kevin Durant gets traded, we'll have a breaking news podcast. Thanks everybody for tuning in for saying hi, for chatting along. Bye, everyone. Have a good Monday. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.